Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode 81, and I am talking to you today about your strengths and what your strengths are in relation to how you prepare to navigate to whatever is next in your career, be it an internal promotion or an external promotion where you're going to go somewhere else and maybe level up whatever that is. So I have been banking some podcast episodes today. This is the third episode that I am recording. The voice is getting a little raspy. So I apologize for that, but all is good. I'm feeling really well. And I am excited to share this content with you today. So a couple of things as we get started. I know I've talked about this on the last few episodes, but I've got a great resource for you to help you create a goal, one goal for 2022 that is easy and not overwhelming in regards to the whole goal setting process. So please make sure to either link up to get the guide in the show notes, or you can go and visit johnnarrell.com forward slash 2022 goals to get the downloadable guide and start figuring out a great way to build your goal for 2022. Another thing I'd also like to do is invite you to join my private Facebook group. Now go to Facebook and search for your mid-career GPS and would love to have you come into the group and join a wonderful group of like-minded people who, like you, are all trying to figure out whatever is next for their career. Some are actively job-seeking, some are in new jobs, some have been there a while and trying to figure out what their next move is going to be. So it's a great place for career conversations and such. But I do have to make this disclaimer. There are some membership questions. If you do not answer the membership questions, if you do not agree to the rules, I'm not letting you into the group. It is vital for me to ensure that people come into this space and recognize that it is a very transitional space for people in their mid-career. And so that means we have to be nice and be respectful. And if you don't agree to the rules and you're not willing to do that off at the start, I just can't let you in. So please respect that in terms of coming into the group. Like I said, it's a great group. I love being with the group each week, each day, and just sharing some things with them. But again, facebook.com, your mid-career GPS, and would love to have you be a part of the group. For today's episode, as you build your mid-career GPS, we are still focusing on the preparation component. So there are four steps to building your mid-career GPS, preparation, positioning, promoting who you are and what you do, and showing up. And in the prep phase, what we're doing here, last week we talked about mindset. In this episode, I want to talk with you about your strengths. So take a moment right now, and I want you to think about what would you say are your specific workplace strengths 
the things that you're really good at. And then I want you to think about what other people might say. And if you need to pause the recording here for a minute, do that to just give yourself some think time. But there's something that we think about our own strengths. And then there's the strengths that other people get to experience and they get to know us as. It's an interesting question and one that I always ask my clients very early on in our working relationship because I want to know what they say. What are you really good at? Actually, just taking a step back, I'll ask them what they do. And they usually come out with a title, right? They're an IT manager. They're a sales consultant. They're a manager. They're an executive, whatever that is. They kind of lead with the title. And they'll maybe tell me a little bit something. I'm like, what are you really good at? And this is where things start to unravel a little bit. I'll hear things like, I'm a hard worker. I'm a good communicator. I'm punctual. I come to work on time. I get things delivered on time. I'm passionate. I'm a dynamic leader who loves working with people. Now, you hear all of those things, and they're great. Don't get me wrong. But there are so many problems with that, especially when you're coming from an opportunity to tell somebody about who you are and what you do. And imagine when you're networking or you're interviewing, and you say things like, I'm a hard worker. I hear that. The voice inside my head goes, gosh, I hope so. When I was interviewing and people would say, well, I'm a very good communicator. You're a grown adult. You should know how to have a conversation. I had someone one time said to me, I'm very punctual. I come to work on time every day. Yeah, thanks for the warning. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of a given, right? My favorite one is like, well, I'm passionate about what I do. What does that mean? Like, what exactly is it that you are so passionate about? Or they'll say, well, I'm a dynamic leader who cares about people. Look, if you're managing staff, meaning you're directly responsible for um, improving talent and working directly with people on a team, if you're not passionate about working with people and a dynamic leader to really help move them forward, uh, you shouldn't be managing people in my opinion, of course. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to stop all of the fluff speak. In in the coaching arena, we call it coach speak, right? But it's those buzzwords and things about your strengths that you think are going to resonate and land really well with people, and they don't. Look Look at your headline on LinkedIn, the, the space that is right under your name passionate, dynamic, results-driven leader. It's like the Jimmy Fallon skit with the the girl that's like, ew, right? (laughs) Like, come on, we can do better. It's 22. We're going to do a whole lot better with this, right? It's a visceral reaction for me. I had bought a car one time and the whole finance deal was starting to go sideways. And so the financial person brought in his boss 
And we were standing there and she looks at me and she's like, I forget her name. I'm just going to use one. She's like, hi, I'm Barb. Don't, haven't I met you before? And I absolutely looked at her and I went, ew, Barb, is this how it's going to go down? And she laughed and she threw arms. She's like, okay, what's going on here? Now we can have a conversation. Let's just cut to the chase. Let's stop all the fluff and let's get really, really clear about what the heck you're really good at, right? We default to all of that fluff speak because we think it's going to resonate with people. It doesn't. Let's think about the tangible results that are going to make you stand out from everybody else. Now, if you need some help with that, there are some great tools and resources out there to help you get better about identifying your strengths. One of them that I'm a huge fan of is the Gallup Clifton Strengths Finder. You can go to gallup.com and search for their Strengths Finder assessment. It is a phenomenal tool. You can actually take it yourself. So for 20 bucks, you can get your top five strengths that they list uh, for your assessment. You can upgrade, I think it's $50 for the whole ranking of the 34 strengths that they have. But what Gallup's research has indicated over the years is that when people align their work to their top five strengths, they are often happier, more satisfied, more challenged, do better work and thrive in the workplace because what they do aligns directly with their skill set. And additionally, Gallup also says is that when you're thinking about work and whatever is next for you, you want to make sure that that job is going to specifically play to those strengths. As a mid-career professional, I know that you have enough experience that you have that you have a good idea about what you like and what you don't. It would make sense that the work you're going to do at this point in time in your career is directly aligned to what you like as opposed to what you don't. But in order to do that, you have to know your strengths. Now, another thing you can do is take out a sheet of paper. Obviously, you can pause the recording. And if you're driving, do this another time, right? But start writing down at least five things that you're really good at. Think about your current work or work that you've done in the past that not only were you really good at, but you felt like you were thriving or you knew you were thriving. So for example, one of the things for me was that I love building relationships with people, especially in the workplace. Right. It was absolutely one of my strengths. I could bridge, I could bridge gaps. I could pull people together. I could pull different departments together. I really knew how to bring people together. So was I a good communicator? Absolutely. Was I a good relationship builder? Absolutely. But my strength was that I knew how to have the difficult conversation. I knew how to do it gracefully and professionally and honor the other party in doing so, so that while it was a little awkward and uncomfortable, they were still validated, respected, and heard in that entire process. So oftentimes, wherever I worked, people would tag me in and be like, John, can you have this conversation? And I would go ahead and have it. 
that's more specific than saying, I'm a good communicator. When it comes to your strengths, I need you to go deeper than just whatever you see on the surface. If you're organized, great. If you get stuff delivered on time, great, but go deeper. What is it about your skill set and your strengths that allow you to show up and do that? How do you execute? How do you develop strategy? How have you demonstrated your leadership? What have your results gotten you? Your strengths should be directly tied to your results. Your results are what matter. Your results are what's going to be attractive or enticing to your current or future employer. When I was looking to leave my classroom teaching job and what I was doing as a district mathematics coordinator, and I was getting ready to make a move to Washington, D.C., naturally, it made sense to think about going for a job within the federal government. So we have a very, very dear friend of our family. Um, His name is Emery. He is amazingly talented. He is an exceptional leader in his field. He is super knowledgeable. And he said to me, if you want me to take a look at your resume, I'll give you some feedback on it. Um, Emery has worked both um, privately and government. And he's a senior executive within the government. And so he's like, give me your resume. I'll take a look at it. And I will never forget this. And I am always thankful for this experience with him. But he called me up and he said, hey, before I send you your resume back, you have to know I'm pretty harsh. I'm pretty direct. And I tore it apart. And I want you to know that it's coming from a really good place. Because if you're going to interview for a job, whether it's private or government, you got to clean some stuff up here, John, because your resume isn't where it needs to be. So I hear all of that and I go, okay, thank you. Sends me the file and he destroyed it. (laughs) I probably have the email somewhere still, but I mean, just eviscerated my entire resume. There were things that were crossed out. There were comments on it. There were things like, who cares? Why is this important? What do you mean? And it was such great feedback. Because what he was able to do for me was to help me go deeper into why those skills or those strengths were needed. What were the results? What was the impact? Why would a company need those things? We could all be so lucky to have somebody do that for us. But the point is, when you are going to communicate your value, you have to do it from what are your strengths? What are you really good at? Look, if you're an accountant, there are a lot of accountants out there. 
what is it that you do that's a little bit different than everybody else? You could call it your superpower, your secret sauce, your hidden talent, whatever that is. But there has to be something that makes you stand out. Because that applicant pool for that job is going to get cut. And only a certain percentage of those people are going to get an initial phone call. And only a certain number of those people are going to move on to the next round of interviews. And after that, another cut might be made and there's another round of interviews. And as the applicant pool gets smaller and smaller, you have to do a better job of communicating your strengths because you know what they are and you know why they're needed and why they are important because you have done all the prep work around it so you can position yourself strategically to promote who you are and what you do. But if you don't put the time in on getting clear about what your strengths are, everything is going to fall flat. You can be nervous in an interview. You're nervous in an interview because you care. Being nervous in an interview is a natural thing. But when you know how to tell your story, when you know what your strengths are and you can communicate that, the nerves will go away or they won't be as much. When you think about your strengths as a result of this episode, I want you to go deeper. Why are they important? Why would somebody need that strength? And when somebody asks, why should we hire you? Make sure that your answer is something that's going to be memorable in a really good way. That's going to come from a place of how you're going to help them solve a problem or how you're going to add value to their organization. When you're asked, why should we hire you? Don't say something that the hiring manager inside of their head is going to go, well, I hope so. When you are clear about your strengths, you know how you can help. As you continue to look at your strengths, keep asking yourself, what else? What else is there? The deeper you can go and dig into your strengths, the clearer you will be. There are questions in my book that can help you with that. And if you don't like writing in the book, you can just go to my website at johnnarrell.com. You can download all of the questions for free that are right there on my website, right on the homepage. Because I'm someone who, while I like to write in books, I also like to write on paper. And so I took all of the questions in the book and I put them into a downloadable PDF that you can download for free. Obviously, I want you to get the book because the book supplements all those questions, but you have them there for you. Because the prep work, if you do the prep work now, it makes navigating toward whatever is next much easier but you have to know your strengths. Okay. Covered a lot in today's episode. Certainly have given you a lot of things to consider and think about. So as we wrap up, if you still want my goal setting worksheet, 
right? The goals that you can create that are easy and not overwhelming, the process that is, goals are still challenging, but the process is so much easier and not overwhelming. Click the link in the show notes or visit johnnarrell.com forward slash 2022 goals to get your free worksheet to help you set your goals for 2022. Come into the private Facebook group, Your Mid-Career GPS. And I think that's about it. Other than, hey, if you really like this episode, do me a favor, share it with somebody, tell them about it. Obviously looking forward to growing this podcast even more this year. And we do that because people like you who really enjoy what's being shared each week and can pass that along to somebody else. All right. My friends, remember, we build our mid-career GPSs one mile or one step at a time. And how we show up matters. And we show up because we are valuable, competent, and extremely dedicated professionals who come from a place of value and service to our companies and organizations, to our clients and our team members to help make this whole work experience a lot better. So until next time, take care of yourself and I look forward to being back with you next week. Make it a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed today's episode and don't want to miss another one, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen and kindly remember to rate and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free job search tracker and other free mid-career GPS resources right there on my homepage so you can start building your mid-career GPS. Come join my private Facebook group at Your Mid-Career GPS and join an amazing community of people like you who are all working to figure out whatever is next for themselves and their careers. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. I'll see you next time.